Welcome to another episode of Aspie Girl Gab, which I think is either, I think it's the 14th episode. Yeah, it is. And I think I hear rain outside. It's starting to get into that rainy weather where I'm at right now. Mostly in the evenings. It's fun. It's fun when you live in a tropical state. Yay. Um, <laughs> so everybody yes, it's just me again. Um, my mother had to kind of pull out again, which I don't know, but I'm starting to get a little worried. Um, but I mean, she does have work and she's also focusing on other things like just a lot of things that are putting stress on her right now. So whenever I do an episode by myself, it's me doing it for both me and her. Because I know how work and such is, you know, taking a big toll on, you know. It can be a bit tiring when you have both work and other things. Like, well, we're already going to plan a big out-of-state move. And, like, with all that and finding a new house, it's it's just crazy, for her at the moment and so for now I think it's just gonna be me it, well if she keeps pulling out that is but anyways let's um get back to the task at hand welcome back to ask Your girl gab on our yeah I think it's our 14th episode I, th- I think <laughs> I gotta check again um uh, but anyways um well, let's um start let's start talking about, you know, like the the main topic that's all in the title of this episode. And that's, you know, my experience being a modern day witch on the spectrum. Um now in case you guys don't know what a modern day witch is, just just for those of you who don't know, just in case, just in case. Okay? I mean, I don't mean to offend anybody. My apologies. Um, this is just a bit awkward for me, you know, doing episodes by myself and such, because usually mother is here to um, ask the questions and such and get the thing going, but no. Um, yeah, she's not here, so it's a bit awkward for me. I apologize. Um, so anyway, a modern day witch works with nature to kind of manifest things they want okay so for example you know crystals and gemstones right i'm sure you guys know about crystals and gemstones you know like aquamarine amethyst aquamarine is my birthstone by the way um so anyways um we can you know use crystals and gemstones well they're probably the same thing, um, (laughs) just different names, um, we use crystals to, you know, maybe help us relax or, 
You know, we can use them during meditations. And I'm starting to get into meditations now as well, which is, it's actually very relaxing and I really like it. So I'm going to start to do it a little more often, just as a bit of a daily stress reliever. Um, also, um, if I can remember, also if you guys hear any background noise, that's just, um, my family putting together boxes, so I apologize for any background noise, um, that they might be doing with the boxes. Um, also, um, we use candles. Um, now, <laughs> let's just say there are different colored candles, and each candle has a specific intention that we want to manifest. For example, like, if you want love, or to at least attract love, um, you can use a pink candle. Or if you want good luck, or even success, you can use either, like, a green or a gold candle, uh, to be fairly honest, I think green and gold candles almost pretty much have the same properties. Like, you know, like luck, success, prosperity, all that. <clears throat> so, like, at a personal preference, it really, like, to me, it really doesn't matter which one you use, green or gold. You can take your pick. Um, as long as you engrave or carve the right symbol into the candle, um, that's one way we kind of charge... We have to charge candles with the specific energy that we want. <clears throat> but before we do any of that, we have to cleanse the candle because, well, it's, a, it's the same way with crystals. Um, with crystals, like if you just got it from the store or if you just used one, you have to cleanse it um, again and then put it in the salt bowl to charge before using it again. Um, but with candles... Um, <clears throat> You do the same thing, you cleanse, and then you charge. Now, there's two ways you can charge it, or you can do both, just to put in that extra energy. Um, also, um, so yeah, we can dress candles with oil, even herbs, but if you use herbs, like if you dress a candle with herbs, please be careful, because if the... Like, if the flame, like, if the flame is near the herb, then you're gonna have a bit of a fire on your hands. So, no, no, just don't, just please don't do it. Um, uh, well, that's if you want to do it, if you want to do it. It's, you know, just fire safety is also important when handling spell candles and such. Or at least that's what we call them, like, chime candles, color candles, spell ca whatever you want to call them at this point. There's several different names for them. But anyways, while you're carving, like, the symbol that has the same intention as the candle that you want, um, you might have to say your specific intention out loud. Like, that's another thing, specifics. Um, because if you're not specific, then, like, it might not work. Or you may not get what you expected. It's, it's a bit weird. It's, it's a bit complex to explain. Um, but also I do read tarot cards, um, which is a form of divination and divination means, you know, to kind of look into what might happen or maybe you just need some advice. Um, there are specific spreads, um, like, well, I'm not sure if this counts as a spread. It just counts as a 
type of reading technique. Um, there's the quick answer where you pull one card from the pile. One card. One card. And it gives you either like a yes or a no. Um, but it's still important to look into that card's meaning. That specific card's meaning. To, um, you know, get more info or just a little more information just in case. Just in case. Um, and then there's the, the Celtic cross. It's so complicated. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, what I did the Celtic cross once, it took me a while to decipher all the cards. Because, I mean, I know I have a bit of a good memory, but when it comes to, like, remembering the meanings and information on all the tarot cards, it can be very difficult for me. Um, but yeah, there's also, um, you know, like, there's, um, a spread that shows you two options or choices that you're stuck, you know, trying to choose. Um, and so it will show you, like, the actual two choices that... You've been thinking about a lot and then it shows you the information of what you might do if you choose that specific outcome. Um, also, my family's talking in the background. I apologize for that. Um, so, like, they're they're trying to um, kind of find boxes and such. Or it's it's going to be a big move. Like, it's out of state and it's going to be like a two-day, a, a two-day drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be one big of a move. Um, but anyways, um, but before I read my tarot cards, I like to place my selenite wand, which is kind of a wand made of selenite. Well, it can be like a stick of selenite, but selenite can cleanse other crystals. It can cleanse pretty much anything. And best of all, selenite wands don't need to be cleansed or charged. They're pretty much that awesome. Also, um... Before I forget, um... Let's just say, um... Yeah, I also use my selenite wand, you know, for my crystals, my tarot cards, and my candles. Um, so before I begin a tarot reading, I'd like to place it on top of the deck for at least one minute. I set a timer, so I know it's been specifically one minute exactly, and then I just begin the read. Um, I also cleanse my candle for the same amount of time for one minute precisely, and of course, I, I do set a timer. I think setting a timer while cleansing is kind of important, well... This is out of personal preference. I mean, setting a timer is perfect and all. Um, also, before I forget, um, let's just say, um, sometimes it can be hard for me to focus. Because when, um, not only when you're a modern day witch and you're, you have a differently wired brain than normal people, Sometimes it can be hard for me to focus. Like, my brain just... Like, it starts thinking of another thing, and then another thing, and I'm trying to, like, shuffle and cut the cards so I can do a tarot reading, but no. <laughs> my brain won't let me. It's just... Like, come on. <laughs> like, I'm trying to focus as hard as I can, but no. 
No, it won't let me. It won't let me focus as hard as I can. Well, when it comes to the candles, it's easier, but the tarot cards... My brain is all over the place. And it is difficult. Um, also, um, let's just say... You know, it's actually going to be quite easier for me and Mother to do these episodes um, once we're in the same household again. Once we are all one big family again. Once we're all one family again. Because my grandparents are also going to be moving with me out of state. Um, it's gonna, so it's going to be like a big move for the three of us. Um, now, I don't know where my Aunt T is going to go. Um... She hasn't told me. Um, but yes, it's going to... It's going to be a very big, big deal. Um, but at least in the near future, I can start my future painting career. Um, oh, also, also, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. I, I should have told you this at the beginning. But here's a bit of a story of how I... Turned to modern day witchcraft. Now, it all started when I was either 12 or 13. When I was reaching my teenage years and hitting puberty. Um, I've always been fascinated with witchcraft. Like, sometimes when I was like around that age or younger. Um, I would literally mix paint in water. And then add in some glitter and then literally call it a potion. Um... I would also basically, like, do these other things because I was just so fascinated with Gretchcraft. And even though some people say, oh, it's, it's evil, stay away from it, that still didn't stop me from feeling drawn to it. Like, I literally felt drawn to it. Like, you know, like, it's, like, I was meant to do this. Like, I was meant to do modern-day witchcraft. And so officially, at the age of 16, I decided to start learning it fully. Now, before I got into the more practical stuff, I wanted to see, you know, I knew I was going to need something called the Book of Shadows, which is basically um, your journal where you keep all your, you know, knowledge, your information on modern-day witchcraft, you know, like... How to do candles, how to do terries, etc. That kind of stuff. Even moon phases and such. Um, and then I come across the witch's alphabet. And so, um, if you guys hear thunder in the background, I apologize. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mother Nature down here has not been in the best of spirits lately. But we are reaching rainy season where I am at. So, it's, it's normal. I grew up with it. Let's just hope there isn't a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways. Um, okay, so I learned this thing called the Witch's Alphabet. Alphabet. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and basically, I learned that, you know, like, it's important to learn, like, an alphabet made of runes. Because if you want to keep your information in your Book of Shadows private, or just a want anybody snooping around, like, just snooping their noses all across, um, your book of shadows, then it's probably is best if you, um, 
like it's probably best if you just um write in the runes. That way it's it's kept safe, private. That way nobody will know what you write in it. Heck, if I you know, start like a personal diary or journal where I just have all my thoughts. I probably write that in the witch's alphabet as well, cause privacy. Um, even if I do have one with a lock on it, which I don't think they make anymore. Um, <laughs> still, I'd, I'd write in the witch's alphabet. Um, also, before I forget, um, yeah, so after that I learned how to smudge. Smudge sage, um... It's basically where you cleanse the household by first opening the windows, lighting a sage bundle, and then going room to room wafting the sage smoke to cleanse the house of any negative energies. Um, you know, another way to banish energy um, from a household or any kind of building is a black candle. Because black candles stand for protection, banishing absorption of negative energy that they're really useful um but also i kind of learned how to cast salt circles and how to do it all around a household to protect it from any you know negative energies from just crawling in and just making a mess of everything and it's like come on um so basically um <sighs> yeah i mean to be honest, I think I'm actually the first ever modern-day witch in my family. Or at least the first witch in my family. Um, cause... I know that this practice, or at least some sort of spiritual practice, has gone back a long ways. Um, than I already know. So I guess I'm the very first. Which is... Weird, yet cool. Because if I'm the only one doing this stuff, then... <laughs> I mean, my mother has oracle cards, and she knows how to do crystal grids now. But I don't know about... I guess I wouldn't be surprised if she tried candles in the near future. I mean... I guess she might. Oh yeah, it's getting really windy and rainy out now. Um. Well. I guess that's it for now. Um. Or at least for this episode. Um. <laughs> um. Hopefully Mother joins us in the next episode. And, well, I guess I will see you all in episode Fifteen, I think. I have to check again, sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well, um, yeah, I guess I'll see you guys in the next episode. <laughs> sorry, this is awkward for me. All right, farewell. Hey, thanks for listening to Aspie Girl Gab. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find Fox at C-H-Y-T-H-E-F-O-X, Shy the Fox, at Instagram. We are also up on Facebook, Aspie Girl Gab. We have a page over there. 
Um, and we will have other links um, on our Facebook page and such that you can follow us. Thanks for listening.